Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and this time we are all back together. Leonard is here. Leonard, how are you doing? I'm I'm conscious. Conscious. Good to have you here and awake, more or less. (laughs) Although it would be really interesting to have me here completely unconscious, but still uh, participating in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Someone has their phone on vibrate. Cameron, was it you? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, quick, I'll distract. Uh, boys back in town. <laughs> yeah, we're all here. We're all here, all together for the end of it. Hooray! Yes, the the uh, it, the the year has reached its zenith. Good riddance, twenty nineteen. Good. Get, get yeah, out yeah. of here. Actually, get out of actually, here. Yeah, please, please, please do. Please leave. Please, please show yourself out. Demons out. Demons <laughs> out. Um. Yeah. So we will be doing a sort of uh, retrospective, a greatest hits, as it were, uh, mm. of our our particular favorite uh, beasties and or episodes um, that we've covered through this last year. And just to kind of kick things off, um, fresh start for 2020. Mm. And that means, prior to that, of course, that we will be doing <laughs> the last yokai of the week ever. Da, 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 da. Of 20. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'll return in some form. <laughs> some form. Or the format is in flux. We'll, we'll, you'll be the first to know when it changes. Mm. Yeah, but by, by by listening to the episode in which the format changes, of course, mm. <laughs> we're not going to give you any heads up. What do you no. think we are? It's it, it'll be twenty. It'll be twenty twenty. Hindsight is there. You'll you'll know <laughs> after the fact. Um, and that that um, of course means that this will be the the last episode of the year. We will be on a mm. short hiatus um, and k- kick back up uh, next month. Um, yeah, yeah. So without further ado, uh, we have reached the letter U. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so randomly generate a number uh, somewhere within the spectrum of U in this handy dandy Wikipedia article. Okay, for uh, and that is the one we shall talk about uh, in the eternal pledge. Dave, please roll. Oops. I almost lost it. Mm, mm. You got it. You're in control. <laughs> I think that's an eight. An eight? An eight? Oh, I mm. We have landed on Ushiona. Ushiona. Kimono-clad woman with a cow head. And it takes us to Kadan. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, we'll go on with this, I guess. Uh, so the Kudan, literally matter, more creatively translated as human-faced bovine, is a yokai which became widely known throughout Japan during the first half of the 19th 
century. Um, okay. So if we jump into the appearance bit, we get our actual connection to the Ushiona. Uh, traditionally, the Kudan is depicted as having the head of a human and the body of a bovine. Subsequent depictions have occasionally switched these elements and placed the head of a bovine onto the body of a human, similar to a minotaur, uh, Ushi Ona. During the period of post-war reconstruction following World War II, another rumor, rumor similar to that of the Kadan started to appear. Instead of a human-faced bovine, the creature spoken of was a kimono-wearing woman with a cow's face referred to as Ushi Ona, literally, cow woman. Um, yeah. The most wait, we have definitely talked about this before. Hold on. I I think this <laughs> came into the um it's 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 the human bodied cow faced yokai. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't I don't think this is it's not the same entry, it's just a No, no, tangent. it's a different entry. <laughs> somehow uh wikipedia um so we'll go along with this anyway uh the most widespread interpretation of the kadan comes from the edo period in which it is described as a creature which despite being born from a cow has the ability to use human speech it invariably dies just a few short days after its birth yet in that time it is said to coincide with some major event sometimes they bring various misfortunes such as poor crop harvests natural disasters or sickness only for the kadan to die once the event has come to pass they're also said to issue prophecies of things to come. These prophecies typically typically depict bleak happenings such as war. A Kudan was rumored to have predicted Japan's defeat during World War II. Despite this, pictures and talismans of Kudan are still seen as good luck charms due to their association with honesty. Uh, would someone else like to pick up the historical appearances? Sure. I will. I'll, I'll take care of that. Uh, let's see, from the Edo period, uh, uh, through, uh, the Showa period, there have been several, several reported sightings throughout Japan, though they are most often reported in Western Japan. The earliest recorded appearance, uh, appearance of a Kudan comes in 1827, uh, from uh, Tatiyama in the Ichi, Ichiu prov uh, mm -hmm. province, uh, now uh, part of the uh, Toyama pro uh, prefecture. Originally, uh, the creature was referenced to as uh, Kudabe. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, pickers, uh, pickers of wild plants came across a monster with a human face in the mountains called uh called itself uh Kudabe. Uh the creature predicted many would fall victim to an epidemic plague within the next few years. However, if a person were to carry were to carry and look upon a drawing of the Kudabe, they would be spared. Man, the ego. Just carry pictures. Look of at me. my picture. Yeah, and you'll you'll avoid this plague. Uh, uh, this then became something of a tradition. Wink, wink. Yeah, just just see it, <laughs> see it through society. Uh, and amulets containing pictures of the uh, Kudabi became very popular. 
similar, mm. uh, similarly, amulets containing uh, pictures of the uh, Jinja uh, Himi, uh, the shrine uh, princess. Uh, oh, wow. An omen associated with cholera outbreaks. <laughs> were believed to were believed to save people from well cholera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, the a picture of the cholera ghost prevents you from getting cholera. <laughs> yeah, the picture so, of, of of the of of the bull man uh, just saves, <laughs> saves from, you from the bull man. Yeah, yeah. From <laughs> from from nebulous disease. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> The earliest pictorial uh, pictorial example of the creature uh, referred to as the Kudan was report, uh, reported on an engraved tile in 1836. According to the tile in December, uh, tile, tile in December 1836, in the uh, Tango province, a monster with the face of a human and the body of a cattle called Kudan appeared on uh, Kura, oh, Kurahashi a Mountain. The engraving also stated that a Kadan also appeared in December 1705, and a good harvest followed. Any who wore an amulet depicting the Kadan experienced great family prosperity, even in times of sickness, and large harvests in times of famine. Indeed, it is it is it is an auspicious beast. I like like I did the Kudan write this entry for itself. Yeah, uh, I, I think if you continue, we'll we'll find that out. Uh, because the Kudan is an honest beast, it is customary to write like the Kudan at the end of every act and deed. At wow. this time, the tempo oh, wow. famine was at its peak, and so it is believed that this report was intended to give people hope of a good harvest. Like the Kudan. <laughs> I have never I have never read a Wikipedia entry written by the mythical creature. So clearly <laughs> written by the mythical creature that it's talking about. I think we did have another one, but I don't remember what it was, but it definitely felt mm. like a self-aggrandizing thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will I guess wrap this up because there's there's only one section yeah. left. Um Post-Meiji Restoration. On June 21st, 1909, a Nagoya newspaper reported a sighting of the Kudan. According to the article, a calf had been born with a human face a decade before in a farmhouse in the Goto Islands. It is reported that it died only 31 days after its birth and prophesied a war between Japan and Russia. I feel like we've read this before. The calf was later stuffed and put on display at the Yahiro Museum in Nagasaki. The museum has since closed and the calf's whereabouts are unknown like the Kudan. From the Meiji period to the early Showa period, objects referred to as the stuffed Kudan <laughs> started to appear in spectacle huts. Hmm, this all sounds interesting. Uh, in his book From uh, from Hoki to Oki, Lafcadio Hearn makes mention of these huts and traveling entertainers who would spread rumors of the Kudan legend. According to this report, a traveling entertainer in 1892 brought a stuffed Kudan aboard a ship bound for Minohoseki. Uh, however, due to the unholy nature of the beast, the 
<laughs> the gods sent strong winds as punishment, and the ship was unable to land at Mihonoseki. The theory about the Kudan being a benevolent wish-granting creature subsided during the Showa period and was replaced by greater emphasis on the Kudan's wartime prophecies. A Kudan appeared. Well, I wonder why a Kudan appeared in 1930 in a forest in the Kawaga pre, um, Prefecture, prophesying, "Soon there will be a great war. You shall win, but you will later be struck down by plague." However, those who eat red beans and tie yarn about their, about their wrists within three days of hearing this prophecy shall not fall sick. They probably should have tried that. In 1933, this rumor reached Nagano Prefecture and quickly spread, with elementary school students spreading it further by taking red bean rice into school for their lunches. But they didn't tie the yarn, I guess. Uh, however, the content of the rumor changed. Instead of a kudan, the prophecy was attributed to a snake-headed beast sent by the deity of the Suwa Grand Shrine in Nagano Prefecture, Mishaguchi. Hmm. During World War II, many rumors were spread about prophecies regarding the war and air raids. In 1943, a kudan was said to have been born in a geta shop in Iwakuni. The Kudan predicted that the war will end next year, around April or May. It was then reported that in the spring of 1945 in Matsuyama that a Kudan had been born in Kobe. He says that anyone who consumes red beans or bean cakes within three days of hearing this tale shall escape the air raids. The rumors quickly circulated through Matsuyama. Yeah, those are tough prophecies, really. Yeah, man. Can't really do too much about that. No, no, and they're very, very topical for the time, at that time. Mm. Yeah. So that is that is the kudan, a uh, a beast of feast or famine. I, mm. I I I just have a question. Um, does does is anyone now suddenly suspicious of Kobe beef? Now that yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I did think about that when you mentioned it, or oh, when, it, no, when no. I read it, actually, <laughs> it's like it's so exceptionally tender. I'm like, oh no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you 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 get a serving, and there's like a little uh, a little picture next to it. <laughs> yeah, and no. Once you clean your pay, plate, there's it's, it's underneath. Yep. <laughs> you should probably put that in your pocket. It's very important. Mm. <laughs> they like, like the they, they lose a ton of place where at that restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone has it all folded up and everything. Mm-hmm. This was a good entry. I think I really feel like we've done parts of the I, uh, bits yeah. of this showed up in other things because I don't remember all of it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was that was wild. <laughs> yeah, so you know, just just you know, just carry pictures of me and you'll be fine. It's the it's the it's the weird it's the pot passive aggressive mob boss yokai yokai. It's like, yeah, you know, there could be a disaster and you might want to just like keep them close to your heart or something. It's it's when they come by and it's like they, they you know they're just Patting your chest and slipping something into your pocket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, you just hang on to that there. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. I've got like a month. Just, just give me this one thing. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right. That was our final yokai of the week of 2019. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to the the main treat of this yes. episode. Um well, uh how do you guys want to do this? I I was imagining that we would each go like sort of a countdown and go with mm. uh, I didn't I didn't personally rate my three episodes in any specific order, but uh maybe mm. maybe we'll do I guess chronological ones. Uh, Hope, hopefully you noted down what episode number they were, but if you didn't, it doesn't matter. I did matter. not. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all it all come out in the wash. Um, I, and, and fortunately for me, I've got our 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 podcast page up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I gear, that's what I did. <laughs> monster <gear laughs> dot monster plug. <laughs> Got to make it seem natural. Um, so I can easily note down what episodes we we covered. Yes, I mean there is the magic edit button, so it's not. Yes, <laughs> well, it's not gonna. It's not, it's not gonna happen. Um, we're just <laughs> as usual. We'll go with what we go with. So we each pick, or, or we each you know offer up a, a tribute episode and <laughs> then give our impression on it and i think um each other's uh memory of that particular episode yeah as we can good. attempt to do because this is yeah we'll do our best m- months in the past that's okay uh <laughs> who would like to go first cameron likes to go first yeah yeah sure sure um so my first pick was uh episode name 50 Wild Shoujo uh, in particular. <laughs> we were covering Hammer Horror and I'd watched the film The Blood Beast Terror. Um, yeah, this was just a really fun one. We had a great time with our Yoko of the Week being the hairy orangutan man, the shoujo. Um, <laughs> I believe it chills on a beach drinking wine until yeah. it has to go nuts. Something like it that. Has, has this little grass skirt on. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty chill yoke. I really like that one. Uh, but really, I enjoyed getting to tell the two of you about this awful movie I watched because the Blood Beast Terror, um, go watch it. It's worth it. It's great in how awful it is. Uh, but it's Peter Cushing versus a were-moth. Uh, <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go on and on about the film again. Uh, so... <laughs> because <laughs> i'll just go on and on about that film again it's great i'm gonna have to watch it again soon <laughs> yes yes this, so this was um episode 78 uh, of the okay. show and uh on on that occasion uh it looks like leonard and i had covered frankenstein must be destroyed mm. yes there was a lot of peter cushing episode <laughs> there was rather <laughs> Rather a bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean. Let's face it, Frankenstein. Uh, 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 you know, Blood Beast, fantastic. Love mm, the, mm. the subversion of the uh, <laughs> surprise. The the the. It's not a vampire. It's just a, mm. it's a big moth. Uh, because uh, <laughs> because science. Well, because you know, I I've posted it a couple. I've retweeted it a couple. Of, 
of times on on uh, 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 Twitter account that I follow, Forty One Strange, uh, mm. that is just like, yeah, butterflies will just drink your tears and your blood if you let them. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. They just want it. They want liquid. They want that juice, that people juice. Um, so. <laughs> Oh god! Look, moths are where it's at. Okay, everyone yep. loves Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, Moth and, Mothman just wants hugs. Yes, and uh, <laughs> and and Frankenstein Must Die also had that fantastic caricature of Peter Cushing as yes, <laughs> your your favorite your favorite bit. It is my favorite thing. Peter Cushing as a vulture is my favorite. Is the only good thing that I have experienced in 2019. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, 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 um, that one had a. It's been well. It's been a while since we visited those. Uh, I do recall specifically. Uh, really, I mean, it's. I guess it's macabre, but I, I enjoyed when there was the. Um, the, the busted water main and then the the, the corpse flo- floating to the surface and oh yeah our, 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 our main heroine struggling to like hide it and shoo away the other lady she's just getting doused in water and it's just a big mess um mm. that part was was really good and I, I think her uh, is her fiance I guess was the other the, yes the, the, yes. the guy yeah. that got roped into all this shenanigans and He's having to pretend to um, uh, been doing like uh, detail work on the the banister and painting stuff when the the, mm. the inspectors show up and he's totally mm. like leaning on this fake door uh, in in the yeah. wall and just nothing to see here, gentlemen. <laughs> it's yeah, just little moments like that that I think uh, really made that that film kind of special. Yeah, yeah. And we, of course, we covered the shoujo that episode, which was hilarious. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Leonard, what was your, yes. first, your first episode to pick? Well, it is. Um, it's, it's, it's funny that, that um, we brought up the Mothman and how good the Mothman is, because I'm going to bring up something uh, Mothman adjacent, that isn't good, and that is Richard Gere in the Mothman Prophecy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> is, this, is this episode 74? Yeah, yes. Richard Gere and the Cryptids. I, it's I the new band I, that everyone loves. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, was reminded of uh, what went looking back uh, to the beginning of the year and said, oh, right, the Mothman Prophecies, that really <laughs> interesting, really kind of fantastic movie completely ruined by the cinder block with good hair known as Richard Gere. <laughs> um, um, uh, if, if, if you recall, listeners, if you've been following us for at least like last year, um, I I I recently, only recently discovered that Richard Gere is a terrible actor and makes movies bad. Um, the Mothman Prophecy is really interesting and fascinating, mm. and I was enthralled by every minute uh, that Richard Gere was not on screen, which is not <laughs> a lot of that movie. Um. For those unfamiliar, the Mothman is a cryptid that might be an alien, might be uh, an, an outer dimensional being, might even be mm-hmm. from the future. 
Um, <laughs> and I don't know. Uh, uh, oh, please. I might, my cat might be horking up uh, right oh, as no. I speak. Oh, no. Are you, are you good? Goes. Are you good, Tommy? Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> he just, and it just did not like the mention of Richard Gere. <laughs> he really, mm-hmm. I really imparted on him how my dis, my distaste for Richard Gere, um, and uh, concerns a man and his wife who uh, who he loses in a car accident that then causes a horrible brain tumor, and he goes on mm-hmm. a journey to discover that uh, the Mothman is real and has <laughs> been uh, menacing this town. It's it's it feel, you know you know what the Mothman prophecy kind of feels like a little. It feels like a proto um, Castle Rock, at least mm-hmm. with the way that the town is like dealing with all of the weird nonsense because people are having visions of people who have never been there to their town. They're seeing lights. It's, 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 it's wild. It's, it's mm. divorced from Richard Gere. The Mothman prophecies is actually a really, really good movie. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and then, then there's the Richard Gere component. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, what did you guys think of the Mothman prophecies? I mean, I my enjoyed number it. Three, it's, it's definitely number Silent three. Hill adjacent. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and there was there was a giant moth in the first Silent Hill. Coincidence? Mm. I, I think, think not. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that um that episode, I suffered is too strong a word. I <laughs> I withstood the viewings back to back of the <laughs> Bunyip the movie and mm. there's something in the Pilaga, uh, <laughs> which I no I enjoyed both of those movies for what they were. They're definitely sort of B movie riffs on themselves, um, mm. right? Yeah, but the the Bunyip and the Yaoi, uh, respectively, are are fun um, cryptid creatures from the, the mm. depths of the Australian outback, <laughs> and and uh, the uh, I think within within the the Pilaga film itself, uh, the the horrendous rendition of the blood curdling childlike cry of the yaoi was maybe the standout <laughs> moment because it's totally at odds mm. with the hulking shape of the beast with this yeah, weird yeah. baby cry that definitely it's just as <laughs> frightening in another way than the, the huge form that will rend one limb from limb and the bunyip is its own thing uh, particularly because they decided to have a man in a costume uh running around pretending to be the bunny up the entire film and mm. fight and fight ghosts because that wasn't something I expected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine like a new fatal frame, but you're just playing a bunny up with the camera obscura? <laughs> I mean it would be especially if it's narrated or something, that would be ridiculous. Cause you could still mm. make it scary, but it would be offhand like dark comedy, I guess. <laughs> I just need to get this guy to reprise his role because it's it's it was totally ridiculous. Like this mm. weird uh 
it was a weird audio um manipulation of his voice so it was definitely just you could just it's a dude talking and then it's they just modulated it to way lower than it should actually sound so just mostly <laughs> yeah. just sounded kind of drunk which <laughs> was probably <laughs> the case for his character <laughs> yeah it was definitely that but <laughs> talking about talking about like inane things and playing tennis mm-hmm. so it was a yeah it was a, a time um Cameron, I guess your thoughts on on that episode. Um it was a lot of fun. I got to watch a weird movie about the Jersey Devil, which I think was just called Devil, Jersey the, Devil the, if I remember the, off the top of my head. The Barons. Barons, I was it. Yes. yes. Um yeah, it, it went for the sweet double twist um of hey, we're a monster movie. Psych, the main character is just extremely ill. Psych, the main character is extremely ill and also there's a uh, was pretty fun, um, and hearing about your rigid gear Mothman antics was incredibly amusing. Um, apparently, everyone loved that one as well. To be fair, yeah. um, <laughs> so was the bear? Isn't that the one where their budget was weird? So they had a pretty good costume, but it just kept peeking around the tree. Yeah, yeah. Like all the just... shots I could find of it online were a bit like out from behind the same oak tree it was awful it just, it just pokes its head out when a little wing sticks out mm, yeah oh, it's hello good. <laughs> it's me don't come into the barrens <laughs> I'm gonna get you I'd, I'd like him to delicately hang a sign a go away sign <laughs> on one of the trees no trespassing <laughs> yep you just, you just see like this, like totally fake hand slowly putting the sign on a like a little a nail. Oh yeah, I want yeah, I want spirit Halloween monster hand to reach from from off frame and hang. Oh, God, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> Floppy fingers and all the the actual human hands inside aren't quite as long as the fingers, so they just kind of bend backwards when they mm. try and place the sign. Mm, mm, peak cheap is, <laughs> is, is what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> Dave, what? I, 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 think, I think we've, 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 we've mined my, further mined my hatred for Mitch, Richard Gere. So Dave... <laughs> What is your number, uh, number three, or not numbered? Uh, <laughs> just the first one, I guess. Yes, just the <laughs> Yes, the, the one I have selected is episode 68, The Wind Be Like That. This was a, a wonderful <laughs> vampire trilogy of films uh, directed by yeah. Oto Michio, and they are clearly uh, hammer horror adjacent Japanese um, productions mm, mm. and just <laughs> lovingly crafted uh, with uh, an eccentric set of actors that appeared mm. in pretty much each of the films in different roles. Um, it was super good. Uh, I, I particularly enjoyed the different takes that each of the three films had on vampire lore and little twists they would uh, mm. employ. Um, we, t- we totally got hypnosis vampire. Yep. And, yeah. And yeah. uh, the other one was a weird Christian vampire abandoned in the yeah. desert. Mm. 
Or yeah, maybe it was abandoned. He was just that. like cast out into the desert and became a vampire. And then mm. uh, the cursed kiss from a rose vampire. <laughs> and, and then we got the, the best moment of the thunderstruck thrall who wields a mighty <laughs> wrench in a thunderstorm. Yes. And gets blasted for it. it was, God, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. That was pretty great. Um, If I'm remembering correctly, seeing Dracula represented as basically the host from Iron Chef was yes. pretty great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chairman um, Tepesh has invited you <laughs> to the arena. Today's main ingredient is blood. <laughs> <laughs> It's, oh, the main ingredient is entrails. Again, it's always entrails. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. But no, they they were really good. Um, the practical effects were top notch. They're leaning on them pretty heavily. We uh, we were we yeah. were graced with the wonderful sort of stop motion uh, melty vampires. And, yes, uh, disintegrating <clears throat> into goo and skeleton. Um, yeah, and end of each respective film. Uh, we get older people in even older people makeup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, what, what else? Oh, the well, the titular wind be like that phrase. Of course, is the the dismissal of someone's frantic calls for help. Uh, mm. in a locked basement, and it's the wind. It's just the wind. Oh yeah, it's just the wind. Oh, that scream! Like that. that that very distinctive voice <laughs> screaming out wind. Construction of the ha- the house just makes wacky sounds all the time. Yes, mm. because all all houses have their basement um aligned with the like skylight or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I would have been great if she she said that, and she like just turned around and like pulled out a slide whistle and went what? And was like, see? Just <laughs> crazy so the noises that come oh, out of this house. Uh, yeah, that, that would have made it a little more campy than it um, I think <laughs> was uh, was indeed. The, oh, the on the second film Lake of Dracula, I believe, was the, the second film. Uh, yes. That one had the, the wonderful um, transition between like the general normal world and then kind of passing through the beach tunnel and then going into the supernatural uh yeah obviously mm, yeah. painted up mansion um on off the beach uh, yes the yes the, the 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 mansion in the forest binome that's right through this cave <laughs> <laughs> it's my it really is one of my favorite things i i really i i like it because it's really goofy like when you when you see it the first time, but like you give it any fun, you're like, all right, magical creature, like magical vampire creature, like this feels like something that just his presence probably did. Um, mm. Even though I know it's clearly a different location and that these two locations are not related in any way. But yeah, fine, I'll let it. I'll let it slide because vampire magic. <laughs> yes. My, my other, uh, hope for what actually was happening was that that particular vampire had the, the power of hypnosis with his eye of blood yeah, uh, yes. and <laughs> I, I like to think that he would hypnotize people going to that tunnel and what you're what you're actually at is a terribly rundown shack but you're just seeing this like great mansion in the woods 
Uh, or or you could take that a step further, and it's not just hypnosis, but we, we see this often in um, yokai folklore, where the mm. yokai realm itself has like transformed uh, these sort of hovels into grand structures uh, that mm. you, you, you'll never know that you were just in a sort of like hovel um, and, and think you were in a, a sort of a, a kind of estate instead until you leave and then the magic is kind of broken. Mm. So, yep. Yeah, just just make sure that you don't, uh, you and your parents don't eat anything in yes. that lavish estate or else <laughs> you're just stuck scrubbing the bathhouse. And it's a vampire bathhouse, so it's probably <laughs> gross. <laughs> Ooh, vampire bathhouse is is a is a title that I want to move away from as quickly as <laughs> vampire hot springs. Is that better? Oh, you know what? That one actually, you know, the, the, that's fair. Yeah, vampire onsen. It sounds yes. like <laughs> I'd, I'd read that. Yep. I, I'd actually really, uh, that actually sounds like the premise of something that I'd kind of be interested in. It's like, oh yeah, mm. this family of vampires <laughs> runs a hot spring. I bet you they're all super handsome. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, it's the, the Japanese Twilight adjacent series, Vampire <laughs> Hot Springs. <laughs> mm. So sparkly. They're clean. <laughs> But yeah, that the the uh, what was it was was it called the Vampire Trilogy? What 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 name? Uh, Bloodthirsty Trilogy is just there. The we go. Yeah, title the, of the the box set. Bloodthirsty Trilogy mm. was was a lot of fun, and it was really uh, interesting to see this this uh, this very different cultural interpretation of vampires that were not strictly. Um, supernatural like completely like classically vampiric supernatural in nature there's hypnosis there's you got your chairman cogger vampire you, it's it's it, it it's good it's good i i thoroughly enjoyed experiencing these films mm, mm, same excellent well that brings us to number two choice leonard mm -hmm. what was number two Oh, for me. Oh, we're oh, switch it up. <laughs> I, I, I keep us on our toes so we, <laughs> we don't get complacent. Uh, my number two is uh, Nori the Curse, uh, the uh, fantastic found footage, uh, Japanese. Mm. Yes, Dave. I am. I yes. am correct. Yes. It was okay. Japanese found. Yeah. Um, uh, found footage horror movie that is so dense, uh, in its storytelling <laughs> that it's, it's over two hours long and I was enthralled yep. the entire time. Um, <laughs> there are, I, if, if more found footage movies were like this, I would probably like found footage films a lot more. Just <laughs> all of all of the all of the desperate pieces of 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 footage because you know it's not just somebody holding a camcorder for two hours. It's 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 talk it's talk show footage. It's it's, mm, it's yeah all of this this really 
well executed narrative like thread weaving to to um to to reach an, uh, an awful uh, conclusion um you uh you've got a spirit that has a super spooky face um mm-hmm. that only shows up a couple of times for extra impact it's it's i once again i said it during the episode uh and and i cannot overstate it uh uh enough if you like found footage movies this is like like top shelf found footage oh, yeah. in 100%. in my opinion mm-hmm. what did you uh fellas fellers <laughs> think what did you fellers think? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, this was one of the ones I think I had recommended in, in the first place. It is a, as you yeah. mentioned, phenomenal example of the found footage genre. There's, there's probably, I can count on one hand, films that have this feeling and have this sort of, it's a kind of a respect, I think, for the genre. And it doesn't feel like a cash in. It feels like its own thing. Um, mm-hmm. there's there's mm-hmm. another example that I will uh, in a future time recommend to cover and I and I'm 99% sure I can pull a guest on for that one um, just because I know specific people that feel very strongly about about that film and have uh, expressed desire to talk about it but um, mm-hmm. yeah this this is just it's such a good movie and the the it's a stern example not of not just of the found footage genre but of uh folk tale horror which is some of my favorite mm. types of yes. horror we we did have examples um of this type of horror uh within um the wailing the yeah. film yeah. so yeah. it's it's adjacent in that way and i would love to find other examples it's it's a little bit more difficult because those are sort of mm, more high profile things it's like mm-hmm. stuff that we've covered already we i think we've we've done the ones that were really good <laughs> kind of yeah, but, yeah. Uh, the the other one was the um uh, it was the whaling and noroi and the the mimic uh, was the other one that was about the the the, the tiger in the mirror, um, mirror mm. cave? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So those those are just perfect examples of of what I think I like about that that genre of uh, not only film but of folk monsters, I guess. Um, you know showing up and being like accessible and at a good level of storytelling yes you can can engage with those Mm. and not and i think all of them actually were were rather lengthy they're not short films by the wailing is i think three hours so yeah none of them (laughs) uh, when you're watching them don't feel like slogs like you're putting up something you're you're getting information new stuff is being introduced to you it's sort of a, a trickle effect and the the horror in each of these is something i think that's understated in the beginning and just ramps up um that aspect of it as the film goes and they all have uh perfectly serviceable um finales 
to where it just mm. hammers home the 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 terribleness of these uh, respective curses because they all kind of were curses as a matter of fact mm. yeah definitely <sighs> and just really really creepy designs in Noroi as well um especially right near the end like the um <laughs> the the momentary flash of like all the fetuses crawling around I'm like Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The it, 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 go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's bad end the movie. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> yeah. Another another aspect I think that I like about these, uh, it, well, they they do have they they lean a little bit on um, CG, but it has practical set dressings, which are usually very very good. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the the design and the the aspects in in particular so with Noroi we have the um i almost said uh it's not kuabara it's um i i i'm a blank i can't think of what the name of the demon is but um mm. it, it has a specific sign uh and the the sickle and the rope um are just super iconic uh things that you can you can kind of they're not um, they change throughout the movie, and they show themselves in like the loops and and the different uh, um, permutations. I think of that of that symbol and of what it's representing in as far as the the demon presence. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all, I it, agree. It, this was a, that was a very good episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Everyone Hooray. agrees. Everyone <laughs> agrees with me for one. <laughs> you have not chosen poorly. <laughs> uh, um, Cameron, I think I mm. think I think we're done with me. That's what fair. would be your number two? Well, I've got to say, there's we've we've been doing this quite a while, uh, but very rarely have I felt actual horror and terror while recording an episode. Often while preparing to record one, I have with some delightful film or book. Uh, but during an episode itself, only one incident really comes to mind, and that is the hour and twenty minutes of fighting a cockroach. That is episode sixty-seven, Six Legs of Death. Uh, <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> the beginning, the beginning of my curse. <laughs> it is, and that that's my fault for rendering it into uh, real world form in the in the form mm. of this. Yeah, illustration. beautiful detail. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good drawing. I still love it. Um, but yeah, uh, so we were discussing Crypt TV, which I also quite enjoyed as a sort of a series of little horror shorts or horror adjacent shorts not always pure horror it's lots of fun but the most memorable thing and the thing that meant that everyone i know had listened to this one episode of our show was partway through a cockroach just leaps from the top of the bookshelf directly at my face and it's 11 p.m and i can't scream too loud but oh boy does that become a thing for the rest of the episode um <laughs> and and for a few months afterwards <laughs> yep yeah yeah it just keeps happening um it is it is probably the most memorable episode we've recorded from my point of view at least simply because i'm never going to forget that moment of terror of watching it peek out from behind a picture frame and then just spread its wings 
Terrible. Yeah, he just terrible he wing. just wants your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little did I know I was being hit up for protection money. Yeah. yeah it's actually the same cockroach. He's <laughs> just yeah. been oh, God. shaking. He's oh, following no. you, shaking you down for money. <laughs> Friendship with my cat ended. Footsie mm. Roach is my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> the Footsie Roach is terrible. And thank you for that creation to the world of cryptids. Yes. 50 yes. years time, someone will be looking for it in Southern Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the legend of the giant cockroach that wears flip-flops. Yep, yep. I heard about this roach that wears a thong. That's a different show. Mm. <laughs> yep. That's Monster Girl, dear monster. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, we're not going there. Um So yeah, this uh this episode uh cockroach uh set to the side. Uh Crypt TV is probably mm. something we should Something, something we should, something we should uh, return to because there's a, mm. a veritable mine of, of beasties there. Um, this was the the birch, I think. Yes, uh, oh, yeah, the birch, the, which is awesome, an awesome monster. Mm. Uh, and the other ones, I I think we had focused on them individually. Mordello. So there's the one that's like the, a, the Mordello, I think it's called. Yeah, there's the one. More, one more, of them has like a kind of a cracked we face. Had, uh, we had the mm. Luxie, I believe. Yes, Luxie. Yes, that's the one. And and, uh, and soot. soot. There we go. There we go. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Okay. All nice, strong designs yes. as well. Really yes. cool monsters. Got you. Okay. Gotta make your monster cool if you want people to care. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think there's been um I think the birch has been expanded on again. And I wanna Ooh. say it's showed up in something else that wasn't specifically Crypt TV. Oh, that's Ooh. interesting. Even I'll, cool. I'll, I'll, nice. I'll have to go search for that because it was interesting mm. just even just to share it. Uh and then the other it was the the birch versus Something like the beast. I don't. Uh, mm, yeah, I can't recall it yeah. immediately, but it's definitely uh, the, the one that comes through the doorway. The brute. The brute. Right? Yes, that yes. lives yes. in the weird dimension through the mm. door, just like randomly in the forest, which is a, such a great yeah. uh, imagery. Yes, a a freestanding door that just opens an, an awful, awful. Hell dimension. Yep. Yes. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the one that's being uh, ostensibly guarded by the strange cult that yes. is <laughs> terrible at doing their job and probably should tell their kids mm. what to not touch. Um, yeah. Out, outside of making like a little song about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Just provide some context to the children that you send to guard this thing that that's actually uh significantly more helpful than this yeah. nursery ride mm. well i mean they, they definitely weren't sent to guard it they were going <laughs> yeah. going against the rules of the, the yeah the yeah cult I don't, they're of course not calling it a cult the 
No. Yeah, family. family. Or the compound. Yeah. The compound. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Crypt TV was good stuff. We should uh, mm-hmm. revisit that in the future and uh, tangentially um, maybe take a look at the um, Channel Zero stuff because it's yes. also super good. I do. I do want to. I do want to come to Channel Zero at some point. We'll put it on the list. Wonderful <laughs> list. Okay. Um. I think it's my turn. Then. Yes, it is my turn, and because Leonard is prescient and stole my uh, choice, <laughs> there's, no. there's, it's fine. There's a <laughs> there's always a backup, and uh, there's just so many episodes. Um, so oh, my yeah. second choice, and these are not in order of ranking, but um, mm-hmm. we'll go with episode. 65 uh almost the uh, first episode of the of 2019 and this mm-hmm. was make it rain king paimon <laughs> good one yeah man so hey, you know we, what's a good so movie? we took it we took it uh, this was this was hereditary of course i should yes yeah. 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 that should point that out <laughs> yeah you you want to know what's a good movie Hereditary. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And, and then we just moved. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, uh, yeah, Dave, tell us. Tell us how much we all love this movie. <laughs> we loved it so much, and we recommend this as the most family-friendly of fair. Uh, mm. You should watch this with your kids and your grandparents. <laughs> super good and appropriate at all moments um, oh yeah ari aster oh, yeah. knows what he's doing and making these g-rated films uh no mm. no this is for nobody <laughs> should watch everyone should watch this but um with the with the express uh warning that um it is not family friendly it is about a family no. that that's the extent of that and uh, a wonderful <laughs> deconstruction of a um family falling apart and yep. uh, wallowing in grief in uh, what turned out to be horribly inappropriate ways um, because yeah. Yeah. because grandma wants those uh, fat stacks of bills. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's all that's what this comes down to. Listen, yeah. she she worked for like that 40 years to get to, <laughs> to get to where she is. Yeah, sacrifices yeah. must be made in the name of sweet sweet money. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, go ahead. Control over men, endless wealth. Listen, I sorry, Miss Graham, but you and your family gotta go. Yeah. Hey, look. If if you get money and all you had to worry about was a little bit of a twitch and a propensity for going, then you're probably uh. okay. <laughs> oh, good stuff! Good stuff. And God, it was so creepy. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, uh, another unsung. Um, well, we'll sing all the praises. Um, uh, oh yeah, role for from uh, Tony Collette. Yeah, um, Tony Collette's mm-hmm. performance. Uh, it was criminal that it was snubbed. Uh, for, yeah, 
Don't um, worry. Uh, she she hammers it home for knives out. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. It's so good. It's so good. It's it's it is. Um, it was the first. Uh, Hereditary was the first really long time that I watched actively pursued watching a movie multiple times mm. in very short order. Um. Uh, after uh, uh, in in years, honestly, yeah, I was uh, really compelled by how fantastically constructed a film it is. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean the it's the narrative aside, the the visual construction of it. It's a weird uh, whatever the construction of it. Uh, construction. The visual construction of this and framing it as if it is um, uh, one of the the, the, the matriarchs uh, set pieces that mm-hmm. she can, that she makes, mm-hmm. and you're you're putting the family in these sort of dollhouse uh, s- stages, these stagings, and it's just mm-hmm. perfect. It's so good, and this <laughs> it it while it's an appreciated film the i felt there was a lot of pushback around it like i don't mm. i remember people just not jiving with what the film was doing and i, I mean i kind of get it because it's definitely <laughs> horrific but yep. yeah. that just yeah. made it really good <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't see that as a negative thing i don't know mm. uh, uh people people i i have come to realize People don't like unhappy endings in their <laughs> horror films. It's an interesting thing to find out, I guess. Yep. <laughs> I, 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 yes, I have discovered that uh, that people do like like their uh, their uh, their sinister wrap it up and everyone's fine until the sequel endings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Hereditary is so good. <laughs> watch mm. it. Watch it. Yes, watch it and then do. listen to our episode and then watch it again and then listen to the episode again. Mm. <laughs> and just keep doing that. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. Only, don't worry. It's only, it's only like a, a almost five-hour commitment to watch the film. And yeah. <laughs> it's a two hour, over two hours long um, oh, tribute to, yeah. uh, to that movie. And look at the uh, look at the cover art. I was particularly proud of that one. Yes, yes, proud mm-hmm. enough that I think I put it on a shirt that you can buy on the um, <laughs> T Public website. Wait, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, I guess That's I'm. Fine. I guess I'm buying that. I guess I'm buying that <laughs> shirt now. <laughs> it, it's there. Um. Okay, I, that, or that, or I think we're wrapping around to the third choice. Yes. 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 Yeah. All right. Uh, Cameron, what's your third <laughs> choice? Yes. Uh, so my third choice was Werewolf Accidents. Uh, it's our Ginger <laughs> Snap guest episode. Um, I really, really enjoyed this. It was a great film that I'd always heard stuff about, but I had always internally misconstrued what I thought it was about. It's like, it's ginger snaps. It's like an allegory for puberty and werewolves. And like, oh, it's not actually a werewolf movie. No, it's very much actually a werewolf movie. Um, 
Uh, and we had a wonderful guest, uh, Monster Scholar, at Monster Scholar on Twitter, and she was fantastic uh, to record with. I had a really, really great time. Um, and, of course, uh, film is just – film is so good. It's really, really strong still, um, even though it's, it's not getting on super old, but it's getting on a little bit compared to some of the other stuff we watch. Um, and it just sort of blends that really good – build of tension and things not feeling quite right that is the basis for like textbook definition horror and also a little bit of terror with the more overt hunting of werewolves being around scenes um and then also you know you get a bit of lightheartedness with uh jabbing the cure into that jock asshole's neck he's there <laughs> on the cover i see him sitting there all confused and woozy um or the uh, initial werewolf being dealed with by accidentally being hit by a weed dealer's van <laughs> yeah it, it, it definitely packed a lot of humor into it and the the fact mm. that it's making and making the whole experience an allegory for hormones um is yeah like yeah. just the, the the cherry on top um yes and the practical oh. effect of werewolf is oh yeah super good. quite good actually yeah um, uh, and 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 not to not to shatter uh, your world, Cameron, but um, mm. um, that movie is almost twenty years old now. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> I mean, you you say that, but we've covered stuff from <laughs> way <laughs> earlier, an entire segment. Oh, of I know. Yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, but Cameron had forgotten that that movie was that Ginger Snaps was. Re- 2000. Yes. Oh god, my my brain was like, yeah, it's like a 2000 2010 movie. 10 years old. No, oh no. Not not even like I think even the third <laughs> film was maybe 2006, maybe. God. <laughs> These things happen, Cameron. Ooh, the passage of time is the true horror. <laughs> <laughs> this came out when you were but a child. You see? Uh. You see, you see that—that's my monster quality. I make people feel old, and then I take that youth and and mm. feed on it. That's that's my my uh, Much much like Mr. Uh, Jeremy. Yeah. Mm. The, the, mm. the yes, the exhalation of ah, oh, that's the sweetest youth 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 juice that comes out of a person. Mm. Oh, oh Leonard sure likes his juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to stay hydrated. <laughs> hey, hydration is important. It's key. It is. But uh, big, yes, that, and that was big. our like our last I think that was our last guest that we've had on this show. So speaking yes. of something a long time ago, <laughs> it's uh we haven't had a guest since May. Um mm. Come on to the show, people. We enjoy having guests on the show. We like yes. talking to people. Please do. Mm. Please, please come visit us. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> werewolf accidents. Uh, I will flip it around a little bit, and I will go mm-hmm. next, actually. So okay. my, my third pick uh, was episode 71, Cursed Clown Car Toilet. We took a look look at, this is another example of found footage and one I I, I rate this pretty highly, I think, uh, personally, but it's um, covering the uh, Jin, the 
the, the <laughs> beasts of wind and fire, the elementals in the mm. desert. Um, super cool. I love all the lore. I love the ridiculous camera angles. It's silent hilly um, as far as what they're doing with the cameras. Um, mm. But this this hits those good um, set pieces and all of the uh, um, sort of sympathetic magic um, tools and and cursed bits um, that are used. Uh, the, the the series itself goes on to really just lean on that hard um, in the uh, sixth installment because this is the, this itself I think is installment number three or so yes. of the um, Dab uh, film series. Highly recommended, um, not only listening to the episode, but taking a look at some of the other ones we didn't get around to covering. I would I would like to return to the Jin world um, in the future. It would be great. Uh, I think I think just you were on this one, Leonard. I don't I don't recall. Yeah, I wasn't around for this one. No, yeah, it was it was just me. Um, <laughs> That that toilet is real goofy. It's my favorite thing <laughs> in that entire movie. There's so it much in the, the toilet. Mo- it is the it is the most ridiculous thing that I have seen in a film this year. Just like like big cursed toilet is 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 something that I never thought I'd be saying uh uh in in twenty nineteen and is a pretty good summation of twenty nineteen. Big mm. cursed toilet. Yes, alright. <laughs> it is. Um just taking a look at some of the episode notes, uh coincidentally, um we we summoned uh the letter H for Hanako san, so that's toilet Hanako. Um <laughs> By accident and not design, but uh, sometimes <laughs> things just fall into perfect place. Uh, that's also another episode where we were able to um, have book references, uh, which I I prefer to be able to do. That doesn't always happen just because of lack of references or time or or this that and the other. But uh, we we I covered a bit of uh, Jin lore through um, the book Islam, Arabs, and the Intelligent World of the Jin. Uh, it's a 2009 book, and then one from 2015, so a little bit more recent, but Legends of the Fire Spirits, Jin and Genies from Arabia to Zanzibar, which both had um, very good entries, and should we return, or when we return, maybe to the uh, world of Dab, uh, I'll, I'll be referencing those again in the future, because I would like to learn more about the Jin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Leonard. What yes. Is your, what is your final choice? Ah, uh, my final choice is not one thing, but an entire thing. Some of you who have been listening all year may not be surprised by my number one, but it is the entirety of Melvina's therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be puppets. <laughs> I'll leave I'll leave puppet <laughs> majesty to you Dave um, and I am uh, linking in in chat uh, uh, once again my favorite <laughs> nonsense still from Melvina therapy 
because it's great. Cameron, I know that you mm-hmm. weren't on uh, for for any of of, of <laughs> the, the year of therapy that we underwent. <laughs> yeah, uh, but man, that is that is a good piece of media that I like quite a bit. Uh, mm. Uh, it is it is one hundred percent in my wheelhouse. I was uh, really happy to introduce it uh, to uh, both Dave and and you, dear mm. listeners, um, and and Cameron. I, I, yeah, I a little I bit. I've you, read a you consumed. Uh, <laughs> I've consumed uh, some. Uh, but yes, it's really good. It's 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 a really good piece of independent fiction and artwork and writing and i i'm super big into supporting um talented people and and mm. their their creations and so i i would personally feel remiss if i didn't give it to an a, a webcomic that we covered in its entirety over the course of mm. not exactly a year but most of a year um it's really good, and I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I I really enjoyed um, taking the time to to discuss these with you. I think that we were able to do uh, a pretty good justice to digging into what uh, what these were about, and we had a uh, a good um, I think rapport with the the author of uh, Melvinus Therapy, and who who took the time to not only um submit some uh responses uh but also yes. actually listen to the episodes which just totally floored me um it was a, a good honor to to have that be the case and uh yeah i just they were very good it's a good uh, way to spend that amount of time and to um i guess appreciate Glenn Close because that's yes. what we did. <laughs> uh I, I I you know what at some point I hope that there's that's call, just called appreciate Glenn Close. <laughs> and it's not and Glenn Close isn't in it. No, I just no, want to be named an... appreciate Glenn Close. <laughs> it's a it's an it's an artistic uh, appreciation um of, of her. Um but yeah that was that was my number one monster dear monster memory of the year Melvina's mm-hmm. therapy uh but yeah it's good stuff i highly recommend it nice excellent excellent so i think that that brings us to the the the, the finale there's no finale that's that's nine uh roughly nine episodes we've um reminisced about a little bit there are of course others and i i would venture to say that we can find equal equally good things to say about all of the things we recorded these are just ones that uh, stood out a little bit more in our minds maybe held a um particularly significant uh or enjoyable moment um that we do remember because this is generally a weekly show so there's quite a bit of uh output um uh, to otherwise sift through but yeah i i enjoyed kind of uh going back a little bit and um, unearthing some some memories about these um ideally i would also in the the future uh like to sort of make an effort to uh take 
what we've uncovered about these individual, some of the individual creatures, uh, and synthesize that. Uh, you know, we, we do that a little bit on the show, but um, to, to do that in a more organized and intentional form would be interesting to go, here is, here is what vampires uh, mean to us now. And that would be extensive because I think we've probably covered vampires more than um, anything else or at least put a, a, yes. a, little, a little bit more of an effort, a concerted effort um, on accident. Mm. You know, it's not by design. They just – there's <laughs> just more media um, on vampires. But likewise, we could do the same thing with ghosts or zombies or, or, or what have you. But um, taking the time to, to give a – synthesis and an opinion i think of what we think about them now having spent some years uh looking into these would be an interesting mm -hmm. way to um to, to put something into next year that isn't just a um, a strict recovering some subject or watching a movie yeah. or a film uh do another episode kind of like this where 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 that's the point and not um not just a specific piece of media. Um, yes, I think it'd be fun. The, we'll, we'll we'll brand that under the monster dear monster exhumation ex episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and if uh, if you listeners have suggestions or uh, would like to partake, um, that's by all means uh, let us know. But. Yeah, I think that wraps up our 2019 year mm -hmm. in review. Uh, we'll we'll close out with the <laughs> usual admin. Um, Leonard, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Oh dear, people can find me on. I like I like like I like prefacing it with oh dear, oh dear. People <laughs> can find me online uh, at on Twitter. Uh, the website site known as Twitter uh, at Dr. Faust is dead. I post a lot uh, and mostly while I'm at work because my job is dull and tedious uh, and, and, and I'm able to post on be on Twitter basically freely. So uh, I, I, I am located there. Uh, you can follow me. You can just watch me. You scream at me or whatever <laughs> uh and you can also find me on the nightmares hellscape that is youtube uh at dr faust is dead just search that uh and maybe you will enjoy some of the content that i produced over the last three years cameron where can people find you on the interwebs now uh, you can find me on twitter at night underscore that's night without a K. Uh, come say hi as I complain about soul-crushing heat and uh, the inevitable death of 2019. I'm going to kick it off the cliff. Um, <laughs> I do another show with our erstwhile Matt. Uh, it's Realm and Rune. If you are into Games Workshop's product lines, come check us out. We've got plenty to talk about. We've also just done our year-in-review show today as well, uh, so that'll be coming out. Uh, probably a few days after this one, honestly. Dave's much faster at getting things out. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find uh, that show on Twitter at Realm and Ruin. Uh, and David. Uh, hold on, I do assume your full name is David and Dave's not my actual name. <laughs> I just never it's, thought about this before. It, it doesn't bear thinking about. Um, but yes, uh, Dave is not my <laughs> like legal 
name. It's, <laughs> it is David. No one okay. refers to me as David, so we'll just I, I, I pretend that didn't happen. Um, I would really <laughs> wish you would have said that 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 uh, that Dave is my legal name, but, uh, is not my legal name, and neither is David. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would have that would have been a thing. Um, oh boy, yeah. So you can find me on Twitter at uh, sentinot underscore plus. That's pretty much it. We've plugged the website a few times uh, during the episode, but in sake of it, just needed to be said again. Uh, it is monsterdeer.monster because I like to say the website address um, for some reason. And yeah, all of our all of our our past episodes are there. Um, you can find a sadly um, underused blog entries, uh, which we should eventually continue on. I think there's even a couple yes. of uh, legacy Matt reviews, which he may have uh, put up a few years ago, um, also on the website. But yeah, that is us. That is the year in review. 2019 is done. You will hear from us in a few weeks when we resume again uh, in January. And who knows what horrors and wonders the new year will bring to the podcast. (laughs) Oh, so many. (laughs) The future is bright. For Monster Deer Monster, that is. Yes, of course. <laughs> it won't be depressing at all, because that's we don't do that. Yeah. Um, well that that's why we that's that's why that's why we have that's why we have, have separation. We have Monster Deer Monster Light and we have Monster Deer Monster Dark every, every other week. They should uh, retitle the segments that. to Monster Deer Monster After Dark. Great. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, Hilarious. All right, <laughs> folks. We will with this uh inane chatter, we will we'll leave you um oh, to Oh yes, go I, ahead. We we should also say, uh, uh and to our listeners, given the time of year, uh whatever affiliation uh you might have, enjoy this time hopefully with your friends and family. Mm. Uh and we hope to see you again in the next year. Yeah, you know, might as well just acknowledge, the, actually acknowledge the season <laughs> ever so slightly. <laughs> yeah, I've I've looked outside. It's acknowledging us plenty. Um, yes, <laughs> is a terrible thing. Terrible. With that, we will bid you adieu and see you in 2020. Bye, folks. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, everyone.